You have officially tuned in to Everyday Idiots. <laughs> I'm Abel. I'm Christina. This is a podcast where we'll talk about the silly side of life, love, and comedy. Yeehaw! <laughs> Good fucking morning, Christina. <laughs> Always great to see you. You too. Um, we have a guest. What? We do. What? Yes. Uh, please give him a proper introduction. Ah, proper. Um, well, you're talking to the wrong person for proper. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we are so excited and honored to have a guest today, uh, Chris Hills, and uh, he's sitting right next to me. Yeah, you know how they do in the, the interviews with the dudes be like, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's the energy that's we how want. They do, that's how they act when they, they just sit there and talk about slavery uh. or whatever. <laughs> this is not the podcast about slavery. <laughs> that's the next one. That's the next one. In chains. <laughs> One day I was walking in the field today, and I saw my master, and he got mad at me because I didn't pick it up fast enough. Anyways, all right. Oh, uh, get ready for 40 minutes of that. <laughs> now say Jebediah. Oh my gosh, you guys. Like, we're so happy to have Chris on today. Um, we've actually seen you perform a couple of times now, just in around Austin. And he, he's definitely become one of our favorite repeat people that we've seen for mm -hmm. um, not open mic nights. Like you have, like your like spot, like it's not open mic night. You're there, you're around. He went to New York, you guys. Like yeah. we're very, you have to tell us a little bit about that too. Yeah, New York is cool. Um, they, they, um, they're a lot more harder over there in New York. They like they're made of stone. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe my nights that I went, they was tired, and it was Wednesday night. I don't know, but mm. they was, they was a little bit more harder to make laugh over there. But you know, it is what it is. You know, it's New York. You well, I heard you had one really good show, and then one show that was like kind of okay. Yeah, I had a, I had a good show at a comedy club, the New York Comedy Club, which yes. was dope. Dude, that is amazing. It really is. Like, the fact that you got in there. Like, yeah. I can't even buy a ticket to get in there. They, they won't let me in. <laughs> He's banned, you guys. No, like, I, 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 I didn't even, order. like, I didn't even think how big big of a deal it was until, um, until, uh, because how fast my friend got me on the show. Because, like, I told her, like, I, I just pulled up in New York. She said, all right, hold on real quick. All right, so you got this show and that show. And I was just like. Oh, okay, cool. Dang. So I didn't think of how big of a deal it was until like uh, one of the comedians was like, I've been trying to get on this show, get on, do this spot for seven years. I'm like, oh, oh. oh shit. Okay, so I guess I'm fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so did you go to New York like with the, with the plan of doing shows or did you just go for fun? Um, I had... I mean, she, my friend told me if I came in town that whenever I could, whenever she can't, uh, whenever, just let her know if she could put me on anything or something mm -hmm. like that. So I kind of already had that in, had that in the back, but I also just wanted to go there just to like visit the city. And mm -hmm. like, I, I, the last time I went was about 10 years ago or something like that. And 
we just took a tour bus mm-hmm. around the city mm-hmm. and then that was it that was the whole mm-hmm. time and it was like all right that's fun but like i didn't get to like walk the streets yeah yeah see the all tour the tour bus that that is not the way to visit new york city yeah it was, it was, that sounds terrible right? Like, was there a comedian on board with a mic to, like, no, entertain you guys? Just, no, this was, like, it, it was just a regular tour guide, guy on the bus, and he was just like, yeah, so this is, this is Harlem, and this is Brooklyn, and we're over here now, and, and it was very unmemorable. Nothing, I didn't remember anything <laughs> you remember Brooklyn. <laughs> I, I, I remember Harlem and seeing them, and that, and I was, that like the only thing I remember from Harlem was the Apollo Theater, mm-hmm. and so yeah. After that, I was like, okay, like that that trip was it was cool because we had to drive from like Louisiana to New York, so we had a whole thing, and we was like, that was like a whole thing. But like New York was like the least memorable part of the whole trip, which was really like wow. So, and so uh, was this like. When you got on the bus, they locked the doors from the outside so you couldn't get out and see the city? So, basically, yeah, so you could, like, they, no, they exactly. literally just, like, did not stop. <laughs> they didn't stop. They didn't stop. They just, like, here's this, that, over there. And, just kept and then just kept driving. And then we got out to go to Times Square, and that was it. So we, I don't even think, I don't even think we even took the subway. Oh, wow. At all, that whole time. Wow. The subway's fun. Yeah, the subway's, the subway's cool. Mm-hmm. Subway was cool. Uh, when I first got on the subway, I was like, okay, it's real now. <laughs> I'm really in New York. Yeah, I'm really here. Yes. Was, was, was there ever a moment you were afraid? Um, yes. There was um, a couple of times because I had, I had to go, I had to stay in the Bronx. And mm-hmm. so I, it was a long bus ride from anywhere from the Bronx. And so there was one time, so dude fail. <laughs> this dude fell and another dude tried to pick him up but he didn't he didn't i don't know i I didn't see this part but he, apparently the dude tried to pick him up but he picked him up by the shoulder or near his head or whatever yeah. and the dude that got up the other dude got up and was like yo dog yo son I don't even do that. Nah, nah, man. You trying to help me? I don't even slip. I don't be slipping, bro. I don't be slipping. I don't be slipping, son. Yo, I'm from the Bronx. I'm a real nigga. Yo, pick up me. I'm, I'm from the Bronx. I, I've been in the streets. I'm a real OG. You don't do that to a real OG. Yo, pick up a, I don't, Y'all never get caught slipping. I was like, we did catch you slipping. And I, I didn't say that out loud because I didn't want to get shot. But like, he was like, yeah, son. I don't never get caught slipping, son. And I was just like, oh. And so I was like, okay, well, good thing he's finally off the, the train because like now we can just like, because we were like switching, um, we were switching like, uh, sub subways. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, cool. But he was still like fussing and yelling at the dude that tried to pick him up. <laughs> and so I was like, well, cool. I don't have to worry about him no more. And then I get into my cart and then the guy that was getting fussed at goes into the same cart as me. And then the guy that fell goes into the same cart as me. And so they was still was he was still yelling at the dude. So oh I was like, gosh. oh well I guess I'm just gonna switch <laughs> switch carts now. <laughs> Cause I'm not about to sit here and watch this fight go down. Oh my gosh! But it was that was a that was a wild that was a wild time. And 
I think another guy was like just didn't care and was smoking weed on the bus on the train. Yeah. And did he share? No, he he didn't share. Fuck he him. didn't share. Sneer. But <laughs> there was a a performer, you know. I was I was like, oh, a performer. I get to see a performer on the subway. I heard about these niggas. And it was <laughs> and he's like he started like he was getting ready to start dancing. And he goes, What's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy goes, "Yo, it's me. I got, I got to be. It's me. I he's like he just made a big deal about it. And then he was like, oh well, okay. I was just wondering what the smell was. And then he like did a backflip and then danced and did his routine or whatever. And then the guy like got out, like while subway still moving, he got out of the the train and like smoked outside. That sounds while it was moving." like a two-way party of the most obvious way to sell weed like man you just go in mm -hmm. right you dance right and then before you dance just go what's that smell like you don't <laughs> recognize it and you have no idea what it is and then i'll jump up and go it's me i have the weed and then people will know they'll know people, we have people weed. know that you got the weed they'll know and then we I'm, can sell man we can sell right there on the train that was, that's the <laughs> wild thing about new york is like they you know you gotta be fascinated for everything but they 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 can sell you weed and it'll be fine yeah Cause is it legal? It's legal thing? over there. Okay, yeah, so. it's legal yeah. over there. And the first five minutes of me being in New York, somebody offered me weed, and I was like, "Oh, we're here." Wow. <laughs> I also, I, before while before I got to New York, I went to Philadelphia too, hmm. and to visit my sister, and I got to see all the cool little sites oh, all the historical stuff did you see the the rocky statue no i didn't that's oh. the one site that i didn't see uh i didn't go to the historical parts the white historical parts i already had seen that one before i went to more of the black side so i went nice. over walked on baltimore nice and uh it was and it, it's beautiful over here it's beautiful and black it was beautiful and black i hmm. like that nice. and uh, I got to see, like, I went to, like, Patti LaBelle's, like, church where she first sang. Nice. Was, was she had, still there? No, she no, she wasn't there. She was actually, ironically, like, going to come into Austin to do the uh, the Valentine's Day show. Oh. <laughs> nice. I was like, dang, I should have bought those tickets. I, I knew I should have bought those tickets. And then, um, then, uh. I went to, I walked by Boys and Men's uh, school where, uh -huh. you know, like Questlove and Boys and Men and all the, the great Philadelphian artists yeah. went to that school over there. And then I went to the, the to the bomb, you know, I heard about, they bombed like some black people in mm -hmm. Philadelphia in the 80s. Oh, in the oh. 80s? Yeah. Like a I long did, time ago. But... <clears throat> like... Um, and there's a memorial site for that now? No. No? Because Philadelphia wants to keep that a secret. It was, a, um, it was like the, I forgot what it was called. It's called like the move movement or something or like the, some movement of like black people that like had a big house where they, it was like, it's kind of like the Black Panthers, but they were like something totally different for the Black Panthers. Like they were like working. black cougars. Yeah, it was yeah the black cougars like it was. I don't know. I can't. I can't really like. It's. I think that was called move or something. I think that's what it was uh -huh. called. But uh -huh. it was like a very militant black. They only. I don't even think they really was militant. They was just like they just talk shit and 
be really organic and separated themselves from the city or whatever. And the city didn't like that uh -huh. for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And so they had a shootout at the house. <sighs> and then the shootout, at in the middle of the shootout, they dropped the bomb. They dropped a legit bomb. Oh, wow. On the Holy house. Holy shit. And that's one of those things that people don't talk about. And I went by that house. And, or I went by the spot where it happened. Mm -hmm. And it's all brand new apartments. Uh -huh. And the the exact spot where it happened, the house, the only thing it has on there is Black Lives Matter. And that's the only thing you see. Uh. That's the only thing that you see. That's like the little like, it happened here in Black Lives Matter. Uh, Chris, so, it's, it's Black History Month. Yes. Like this is. So I definitely <laughs> went and saw that, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, we got to hold out hope that one of these days that that will be recognized because yeah. that is just a, a shame. Yeah, it's, it. They made a documentary about it, but it was like really, like you. Know, they made a little documentary about it, or they saw HBO Max. Uh huh. But I didn't hear about it till the Quest Love Supreme show when they had. DJ Jazzy Jeff talk about it. <laughs> and I was like, he was like, yeah, so you remember the bombing? And then it was like, yeah, the bombing. Everybody's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I remember the bombing. Chris Lowe was telling his little, like, I got, I, I got my heart broken because this girl didn't like me. And then all of a sudden I went home and all I heard was a bomb drop. I was like, wait, y'all wait, y'all just too casual about this story. Like, wait a minute. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember the bomb. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that back in the day. Wait, what? Oh my There was this one time I was I was in New York, unrelated to any 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 bomb situations, but I got so fucked up this one night. Uh, I was in this really hoity-toity uh, hotel, mm. um, like the kind of hotel that, you know, I had to come in through the service entrance um, because I didn't belong there, mm. and, uh, and which was amazing. Uh, and it was, you know, it was really nice. And, and uh, but man, I had gotten some really bad news while, while traveling. And uh, so I hooked up with my, I don't know, uh, five million closest friends and, and just drowned the sorrows. Um, and, uh, and it was like shut down places and, mm -hmm. um, I was thinking, I think part of the night I was at this, uh, rooftop tiki bar, um, which was a blast and met all kinds of new strangers there. Um, and, uh, inc including this woman who thought I stole her purse. Um, thankfully she didn't find <laughs> it under my coat. Um, <laughs> of course, of course, you know, she didn't look, she didn't look. I get back to my hotel room at three in the morning, knowing that I have meetings at like eight in the morning. Oh. <laughs> and and I'm just like, oh, I need something to soak up this alcohol. And, you know, it's known as the city that doesn't sleep. Right. And I'm like, I just need a greasy slice of pizza. And um, and so I go back down to the lobby. Everything's closed in, in the hotel. <clears throat> I walk out the hotel door and I just start wandering the streets for pizza. <laughs> And I could not find an open pizza place. Mm. And at some point, I'm so drunk and disoriented, and I'm like literally holding on to buildings. <laughs> and I'm going, <laughs> <Pizza>! <laughs> I better turn around now before I'm completely lost mm -hmm. and sleeping on a curb somewhere. <laughs> oh Somehow, thankfully, I made it back. Um, the. Uh, the room had uh, a couple of apples in there. Oh, that's you good. Know, it's the big yeah. apple. They have <laughs> apples in the room. Um, I ate both of them like animal style. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it was probably disgusting to watch. <laughs> core and all. <laughs> you, oh, you ate the core too? No, I, I didn't eat the core, but I ate you was hungry. You got close. <laughs> but it was tempting because that was all I had. Damn. <laughs> and if like only I could have like dipped those in grease or something. <laughs> That's nasty. Dip apples in grease. You Gross. Know, you know when you're drunk and you want something greasy. It, well, that's what they expect Texans to do when they come to New York. Okay, they give you an apple and they're like, we know what they're gonna do with it. They're gonna dip it in grease. <laughs> nasty, nasty Texans. Deep fry everything. <laughs> That's not me. I'm from California. I don't. don't <laughs> uh oh, guys. Uh oh, Texas. She's from California. Let's get her. <laughs> All the locals, please come for me in the comments. Thank you. <laughs> or at least they could have done this, like had a tortilla for me to wrap it in, or something. I don't know. I need. Yeah, I no tortillas in New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? What is that? <laughs> Do you mean a bagel, sir? <laughs> oh, that that made it the next day. Ugh, I was in pain. I bet. And you gotta hide it too. I I, yeah. was, I was like I had I had like the the drunk sweats, mm. uh, and uh, and I, I probably stunk like alcohol. Still, it was it was pretty bad. Um, I'm not going to talk about uh, which company that was. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was already for. We won't mention that. <laughs> oh, nice. But you made it though. You made it. You made it through. Yeah. Made it. Made it through for sure. And uh, uh, yeah, that was that was a fun night. Yeah, that sounds like it. Parts that I can remember. <laughs> <The parts. laughs> oh my goodness. Well, uh, Chris, tell us more about what kind of comedy you like. Um, I like. I like. I don't like I don't like to say I like all kinds of comedy. If it's funny, it's funny. I don't I don't really like have any like general like segments of any types of comedy. Yeah. Uh, if I it makes me laugh, I like it. Yeah. So if you're to turn on the Netflix, <clears throat> um, aside from um, I don't know some crazy show you might watch. Like, if you're looking for a stand-up comedian on Netflix, who are you looking for? Um, of course, you gotta say, like, Richard Pryor, of course, because I, I had to, that's like, kind of, just like, kind of, like, studying up on the great. Dude, Richard Pryor was fucking genius. Yeah. He's, he's, he, he's, he's just, he's wonderful. He's a wonderful man. And I want to, I've, I, I, I've, like, one of the things that, keeps me going because like sometimes people get like really discouraged about it but like people don't like realize that like the one the one comedy one that I would like to watch is the one where it's like really old and raggedy mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about like I don't know what it's called but like he has like where he's just like on a small stage and he's just like telling jokes and just doing his characters and shit and it's not like the funniest shit but it's like he's killing it you know yeah like yeah. he's like just doing his best, and it's not the funniest shit. And I'm just like, I like to watch that because it's kind of mm -hmm. like watching him just really express himself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not really worry about the outcome. Right. Um, yeah, that's what I have to like. If 
focusing a lot about now just like not worrying about the outcome and just express myself so and uh even you know, like most people don't know the one where he's in the red suit well i mean almost most people do know it but like the one where he's in that red suit like he bombed on the first night huh hmm. interesting yeah like he bombed he had to like stop the whole show and like he had to recoup recoup himself and then the next night he killed it so nice. it's like even the greats especially in comedy mm-hmm. don't yeah don't have a it's not the it's not on point all the time yeah right everyone has yeah. their off days off nights yeah so it's, it's, it's interesting what you say about the uh um like just being him himself and not worrying about the outcome um what one of the things that christy and i study in, in improv is just the critical importance of establishing a relationship inside of any scene um and we've noticed that like any times we just go out there and we just try to be silly or funny it usually doesn't work sometimes it does you get a little hit and then it's over mm-hmm. but if you go out there and you establish the relationship whatever it is um then all of a sudden like the funny is there even if you don't feel like you're not feeling funny mm-hmm. um and then you have something to build off of because of that that relationship oh yeah that's a that's really the secret a lot of people a lot of people think that like you guys go up there and just say wild shit and expect people to expect the audience to want to laugh at you because you say it's wild shit or like you you saying or whatever you say is very deep or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you got to establish a relationship with the audience first. Right. Like you got to let them know who you are first before anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you, I mean, if you don't, like, then who they, they don't know who you are. They don't, they, they don't have a connection to want to laugh at your stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, which is a mistake a lot of people make off the jump when they start doing comedy and stuff and it work and it's also the same with hip-hop too mm-hmm. like we're rapping like mm-hmm. krs1 said it like you know people had a mistake they want to have had the uh audience go say hey hey but people don't feel that but like if you spit some really hard bars mm-hmm. and they're like oh snap he just said that and then you say say hey they're gonna be more willing to do it because you just blew their mind with Right. With your talent and stuff. So you yeah. gotta, yeah, I definitely like, agree. Yeah. yeah. Like giving them more than you think. Like we think we're like, oh, I'm gonna do the thing, like to have the funny line, the bit, or like do like singing really well or something. But like giving them more and also like showing up vulnerable is like an invitation to get to know you, to either laugh at the joke or to sing along with the lyrics. Like whatever it is, giving them more than what's just enough to get what you want. But extra on top of just like, you know me, here mm-hmm. I am, I'm here, I'm doing my thing, I'm vulnerable. Like, it's almost like saying like, it's like giving people permission to laugh at your jokes. Yeah, exactly. It, it sounds weird, but Exactly, yeah. that's why like, Kevin Hart lasted so long in the game. It's because everybody is, he's, he was very vulnerable about everything and upfront with yeah. his life. And um, he was funny while being while doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, he's upfront about his height too. Yeah, he was upfront yeah. about his height, upfront <laughs> about his kids. 
Yeah. Upfront about everything. Yeah, his wife and his, his wife voice and everything. His yeah. mama. <clears throat> so you gotta you gotta let people know who you are first, and then you can come out and do a stadium yeah. show. Yeah, and it'd be mediocre. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a mediocre set. Talk about raccoons and he was like, oh, raccoons. Oh, sleepy, scared of raccoons. <laughs> Yeah. Raccoon tried to give him a five or yeah. But then when they tell that raccoon story, people will think it's funny because they've just yeah. talked about themselves and how they have a fear of raccoons. Yeah. That's but... like a good little example. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my daughter, she loves raccoon memes. <laughs> like specifically raccoon memes. Yes. Specifically raccoon memes. <laughs> I actually kinda do too. <laughs> I mean raccoon, raccoons in itself are they got their own personalities. They got hands. Yeah, that's the that's the secret. You got if you have hands and you're not a human, it's like whoa, what the hell? Yeah, like monkeys. Like, that's why we love monkeys. Chris, yeah, Chris, on a, on a typical day, um, I'm always looking for some something funny, and uh, and I find that like you can find it anywhere. Oftentimes, I find it in meeting strangers or mm -hmm. going to the coffee shop. Uh, I love to go to the coffee shop in the morning. Um, well, A, to get coffee, but B, because something's always silly happens there. I don't, I don't know what it is about it. I think it's you. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I go to the coffee shop and nothing be going on over there. They just, can I get my chai latte? Can I get a matcha? Yeah. See, I go to the coffee shop with him, right? And then I, I quickly find out about three baristas within like one minute <laughs> and then by the end of it i'm learning about the book that one of the baristas is writing yes yeah. wow because of abel yeah that's no that's a you think abel yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not everyone's having silly times yeah i'm, I'm trying to find the silly times but now nah, <laughs> <laughs> well i forget that i'm not just talking about myself <laughs> but rather i'm just like curious like what do you find funny in your typical day uh, nothing. <laughs> I have to make things funny sometimes. I have to be the funny one. <laughs> Man, it was, it's like, I don't, like, I, because I'm more like very, I'm, I'm somewhat more of an antisocial introvert kind of person. So I don't like to, I personally don't like to walk up and talk to people. Because people make me nervous. Because <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of one in ten, how nervous are you right now? Uh, about a seven to a six. <laughs> it's not bad because we like. I mean, we we've, we've already established it, but like, you know, I'm a. I, you know, it's eventually I'm a just you know go back into my little shell and <laughs> try but far as like finding the funny things and stuff I mean of course I make jokes about people in my head all the time when I see something goofy in the street yeah so you're observing and I, I could tell that in like your in your routines that you're observing people and that you are finding like funny things about life mm -hmm. like but I don't think about it in the moment either I think I just walk through life and then later in my like head later that day I'll be like 
that was fucking stupid. Yes. <laughs> and then I feel like I can kind of like write or think about, or at least gain the perspective of like, so, like ridiculous shit that we think is sometimes normal too. Like maybe you didn't think too much of it in the moment, but you think about it later and you're like, you know what? That's kind of stupid. I don't know why we do that in society. No. That's the impression I got from that. Maybe how you think about it too. No, that's exactly how I think about things. Yeah. I, especially like, when I was working in that retail store, you just you see you just see dumb stuff all the time. People, you know, and you know, you, I can't I can't be faulting people all the time when they do dumb stuff at retail stores or like at the restaurant because I be doing stupid stuff all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I think it's just it's just like the uncertain. I think we just we we everybody's just so uncertain about things and they want to make sure they're not being a bother or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think it's just like, like my my last boss. Their whole thing was like we have to be in the customer's face all the time, and we gotta make sure that the customer is having a good time. But we sell prints, and <laughs> we sell prints in in coffee cups and candles. I think they can figure out if they like a print or not. I don't have to like. <laughs> I think if they can look at a necklace, go, hmm, that's not. If they need something, they just come talk. Anyways, I just think that's just like service services. I don't know. I'm the same way. I don't feel like I can really sell something to people that like. I because I, I do have that same opinion. I'm like, well, they know what they want. They know if they want to buy it or not. What am yeah. I going to talk them into it? I think people should save their money. I'm not going to talk them. Into yeah, shit. I'm not talk. People in the shit for anything. Yeah. They came in here. <laughs> they know what they're doing. They, they know. know what they're like. You know how much money they have and don't have. You know nine times out of ten, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, you good?" And they were like, "Yeah." And then I'm like, "All right." <laughs> That's it. What else? Oh, oh, hey, do you need anything? No, I don't need anything. Cool. <laughs> exactly so why nice. waste your time? But sometimes people don't know that they need something. Yeah, then that's called He's manipulation. He's in sales, obviously. That's okay. called manipulation. I don't want to make them buy a shirt that they don't need to buy. That's fifty dollars. <laughs> a fifty dollars shirt that says Austin's a vibe. <laughs> Talk too much shit. Stop. <laughs> can, yeah. he, can you tell us what store this was? No, I don't want to. It's a small business. I don't want to say business. our business names out loud. It's a small business. I don't want to hurt their business. Well, well I didn't want to hurt anybody either. <laughs> I, I'm trying to promote some, some like really cool shirts. <laughs> I'll tell you about that later. If you want to get some shirts, they need some people of color over there, anyways. So, <laughs> do, so they, I, do they have plus sizes there? Yes. Great. I'm in. Okay. Yes. But is it a vibe? Though? It is a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> they have plus size shirts. <laughs> are there are there a lot of the plus sizes up there? No. So you yeah. gotta get them. You gotta get it when you get it. Mm. Mm. I went thrifting yesterday. Oh yeah. Yes, that was fun. Ooh, nice. where? Uh, I, I went to. Top drawer, and I went to Pets Alive thrift store. Mm. They're both like nearby for me. Um, I really like the 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 top drawer place, except like they limit the number of people that can come in at one time. And I don't mind having to wear masks and stuff, but come on, man, it's not that busy. Yeah. Um, and so we waited outside, 
uh, my um, bald head was getting cold. Um, even though it wasn't that cold, but I was in the shade. Yeah. They finally let us in. They had the weirdest thing in there. And somebody had bought it had not picked it up yet. Um, it was an embalming table. Like dead people. Yes, like dead people. But there was no dead people on it at that moment. Well, that's good. But you could tell by the age of this table, it had been used a lot. I'm sorry, how did you know it was an embalming table and not like some regular table? Well, when I laid on it... Um... <laughs> <laughs> felt all the spirits of the last... <laughs> last few... Anyway, they told a story. Uh, <laughs> go get that table because I'm dead. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> no, uh, like, I'm not like into spirits and stuff, but this table had an aura to it. Had <laughs> an energy. You could, you could feel it. It was just like, you get close to it and, and it's oh, like, yeah. hey, hey. Hey. Oh. <laughs> it touched it touched you, it touched you. <laughs> hey, 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 lay hey, down hey, on this hey. table. I promise nothing bad will happen. <laughs> hey, there's many of other people that lay down on this table. <laughs> They're in heaven now, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's free pass. There was no pillow on it either. Um, that's it, not the way to go. It was, I mean, it was metal. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're not alive, I guess this is was it cushioned elsewhere? No, there was no cushions on it. No. It's no respect for the dead, man. Like, no, not, I want to become even in death. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, they had other cool stuff too, but that was like an item of note at that place. That is so weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I walked out with uh, with a new, well, new to me, new jacket. And, tight, and tight. A couple other things. Yeah. I actually went thrift shopping. Yeah, like thrift shopping like a couple days ago by accident. Whoa, 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 How did, like, <laughs> how was that an accident? Like, you had to go to the bathroom that was in your store? No, but I did need to find a bathroom, and none of them had one. <laughs> <laughs> they never do. <laughs> but, well, what happened was... Nervous uh, poos, maybe? <laughs> Stop it. That's a whole different episode. It's a long story. <laughs> Nervous poos? No. <laughs> Yeah, we're not gonna talk about it. Not on this one, you guys. We've, that's another podcast that we different episode. Um, you can only see Chris's face right now. <laughs> I understand. It's a lot of pressure. So, <laughs> I just needed to pee. <laughs> just a regular pee, okay? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Okay, was me and my boyfriend decide we're gonna do this at least once a month, if not more frequently. Is so we're gonna just have a day where we just get in the car and we go and we don't have a plan and we're just gonna explore the city and we're just gonna drive and end up places. Mm -hmm. And we were trying to this is actually the first place we went to, and we we're kind of just driving down the street and I, I get I get everywhere through GPS because I can't remember shit. I don't know how to get myself home half the time. <laughs> It's terrible. I mean, I've only been in the, inside the city for like a year, but I've been living outside the city for like five years. Right. Um, and like just right outside of it too. So you would think I would know how to get around. I don't. But anyway, so we're driving around. I don't know where I am. And I see a Buffalo Exchange and I'm like, oh, I've only been to a Buffalo Exchange here in Texas like one other time and they had really good stuff. 
And I was like, let's pull over and let's let's go in. Mm -hmm. Guadalupe? I think so. Near campus? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I was. And, and you know, like right over there, they have a bunch of those thrift stores too. Mm -hmm. And so we like parked the car and I'm like, oh, there's like three thrift stores in a row. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to all of them. And I had, what did I have? Yeah, I had shorts in my hands because I wanted to change into shorts because it was warm. But I was wearing pants because I had just come from an interview. Mm. And so I'm going in with a piece of clothing and I'm like, I need a bathroom. I was like, these are my shorts. They're not yours, but I also need a <laughs> And they're just looking at me like, ma'am, I don't know what you're trying to do here, but not, not in this shop. <laughs> no, we're, we, yeah. we're not following for that one. <laughs> my shorts. And of course I'm walking out and so there's no bathroom. So I keep walking out with shorts, but it's a thrift store. So everyone's walking out with clothes and I don't have a receipt. And I'm, so I'm just looking at them like, don't worry about me. <laughs> You know what's so scary? One time, I was wearing a shirt at the thrift store, and it had the same shirt. <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh, they think I'm a that they they definitely think I'm stealing because it's a shirt that's already like they're selling." But I'm like, "No, like this, right. is, this yeah. is the fit that I have." So nobody said anything though. Yeah. It's usually all in your mind. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I was so afraid about getting stopped. And some people were watching me. They were. They were keeping an eye out on me. Like, that's is she going to go? Those shirts, those shorts are not hers. Like, <laughs> that's, good. that's good. Do their job. You know, I used to live uh, pretty close to a Dick's. And I... The sporting goods. Yes. Okay. Oh, I actually have several Dick's. You know something? I didn't even <laughs> think about it until you said it was a sporting goods. You had to clarify. I knew it was that's a sporting That's why I clarified, because you don't know with Abel. You just don't. I knew it was the, I knew it was the sporting goods, guys. It's because you don't know Abel well enough, okay? I know him well enough for this story to not be a dick sporting goods story. <laughs> I mean, I only want to hear about your dick sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke, guys. <laughs> oh my goodness. Alright, go on about your dick. <laughs> well, now I realize I have multiple dick stories. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a new one that popped in mind because he also said interview. So I was on this interview panel for this guy who was coming in to, for a job. And he, um, as part of the interview process, you have to deliver a presentation. And so he is, he walks in for this mock presentation as if he's pitching to a prospect. And he's this tall Norwegian guy, bald head, like just white as can, white can be. Um, and uh, he is clearly nervous because he has like this red uh, blotchiness that's on his neck and starts to slowly crawl up to the top of his head. He's that nervous. And somebody asks him the question of um, what or who are you going to be pitching to? And he says, um, Dick Sporting Goods. And we're like, oh, okay. So we all get into our personas. And he starts out his presentation by going, before I get into my presentation, I just want everybody to know that I love dicks. <laughs> <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> and 
make them peep. Really? Yes, I was dying. No. Like, Am I the only five-year-old in this room? No, no, no. That's not even like childish. That's not even like a childish thing to laugh no. at. That's not even a childish thing to laugh at. He said I love dicks. That's something, that's, that's funny. It is. That's like genuine, like across the board, every age. Yes. That's hilarious. But the way God. he said it to you with the passion. He said it with passion too. Oh boy. Like fist pumping. And just, he was into it. He loved he leaned, dicks. He leaned right into it. <laughs> He leaned into dicks. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Have you guys ever had a moment like that where you're saying something and to you it sounds perfectly normal and then everyone else is hearing it differently and you don't realize it until you say it loud like the third time? Right. <laughs> and then you, people are looking at you confused and then they're, then you have to say it again. <laughs> I did that once. Yeah. Years Just ago. Once. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Uh, no. I was thinking about this the other day. I don't know why. But I... I was years ago I worked at Chick-fil-A and I was talking about some show I was watching with some coworkers and it was a British show and I was like yeah it's on the BBC and we were just talking about that but we we're kind of quiet and then I guess my vo volume had like gotten louder mm -hmm. and then I had to keep repeating to her because we we're using headsets and I had to just talk louder and stuff and I was like I love BBC <laughs> <laughs> and I kept repeating it and getting louder and like everyone is stopping now and staring including my manager who is like and then it hits me and i have this moment i'm like oh you got hit by the bbc <laughs> and so then i have to go no british broadcasting <laughs> it's too late they already had the idea it doesn't help that i like uh date interracially and i would hit on okay this sounds terrible but my co-worker um he he was black and he's he's a little bit younger than me though right and his dad was he had a, he had a younger dad and he was very good looking he would come in sometimes and i'm like oh is your dad single like <laughs> and i would just like give him a hard time and and he's i'm like your dad's hot and he's like he's married to my mother <laughs> and so i would make that joke all the time so people like kind of yeah. knew so and so like, okay we get it we yeah, they're like okay dad. stop christina stop yelling we love bbc we get we it love his dad <laughs> It didn't help. But yeah, I just silenced that Chick-fil-A. And I don't know why. Well, you did that at Chick-fil-A? Yes. <laughs> My pleasure. My pleasure. but he's like he, he came off as very like christian conservative <laughs> and even he's wanting to ignore me right because he's hearing this and i kind of see the look on his face like wait and just to the point where he has to like stop and stare at me dead in the face and be like are you really <laughs> that's so sad that he didn't say anything the first time that's terrible <laughs> that's terrible you need people we got to we have to start telling people that they're making a fool of themselves the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Please, because 
we're some idiots over here and we don't stop. We we have no sense of shame or boundaries and uh, like just, it's it's not gonna hurt their feelings. You see, yeah. just, just just they got something stuck in their teeth. Tell them. Yeah, just someone needed to at that moment be like, stop yelling. I love BBC. They're not thinking British broadcasting. <laughs> some one coworker, someone. Not one. Well, because one of them knew I was it. talking about it. They met you say it yeah. over and over Yes. Again. And louder. It's just too bad that you didn't have, like, the button that sends it out to the, the store or to the drive through Yeah. That would have been even better. Well, I could have. I had my headset turned off, thankfully. <laughs> because if I... <laughs> You will have to shake the leg. <laughs> uh, can I get a number one with a Chick fil A sauce? I love BBC! <laughs> well, I'll be at the second window. <laughs> then we can talk about this. Uh, later. <laughs> this is not what I expected. I just wanted the Chick-fil-A sandwich and get some new dicks up. <laughs> this is Chick-fil-A, ma'am. Jesus can hear you. <laughs> Jesus can hear you. <laughs> uh, actually, they close on Sunday, so Jesus doesn't have to hear you. Oh, okay. Good to know. Also, he's black too, so. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that's the that's the line. That was the line. That was the line. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God, this has been fun. Yeah. The C stands for Christian. <laughs> Big black Christian. <laughs> Because um, there's a lot of comedy in this town, and um, I hit several spots. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I hit them once, and it's a miss, and uh, um, I don't know if I should go back. Um, so curious to hear about uh, your perspective on that. Um, I like, I like, um, what's it called? Uh, I just, I just said it in my mind before you. Hold on. I love that place too. Mm -hmm. That's a good spot. Uh, the Elvita Room is always a good spot to go to, um, especially on Fridays, because they'll do the headliner and then they'll have like a special cool show that happens on Fridays. It's mm -hmm. pretty dope. Mm -hmm. um, Buzz Mill, Buzz Mill is always good on mm -hmm. Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. They always bring out the best. Uh, local comics in town, so Buzz Mill and Buzz Mill on on uh, Sunday too. 
mm-hmm. is also good. Uh, the one on Seventh Street, the where, where <clears> we just <throat> met. Yep. Or not met, but like saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, uh, Cherrywood is also a good spot mm-hmm. as well. To, on, what's that on Mondays? No, Tuesdays. Tuesdays, <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes Creek in the Cave. It mm-hmm. depends. Mm-hmm. If Joe Rogan's there, then no, it's not going to be great. But you don't know. He just might <laughs> pop up and just steal people's shows and not tell people about it and just bum rush people's shit. And just, you know, oh, I'm Joe Rogan. I got millions of dollars. If you get your show, you doing your show today? No, it's my show now. And then, like, damn. But then, you know, but Buzz Mills, I mean, not Buzz Mills, um, but Creaky Cave has some really good shows over there. Uh, Cat City's coming back. Mm hmm. Nice. With some really good shit, mm-hmm. and so they're gonna definitely come back. But I'm gonna try and like definitely be doing Cap City more mm-hmm. and try and do those open mics. That's that's where all the who's who's is trying to get seen over there, or well, was before before the pandemic happened. Right. So some good spots. Yeah. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, ten years. Wow. Ten years. I've been. I started in Dallas, and then. I moved to San Marcos to go to Texas State, and I did it there. Mm-hmm. And then would periodically go to Austin, and now and now you're here. Yeah. <clears throat> awesome. Well, uh, yeah. Um, Gia, want to throw out your Instagram handle or anything like that? Any kind of drops uh, and plugs? Just uh, Chris underscore Hills twenty four, and that's on Instagram. And Chris Hills twenty four on Twitter, but I don't get on Twitter, so don't don't even don't even worry about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yes, that's it. All right. Well, we really love your comedy. We think you're hilarious. Thank love you. the beatbox thing, also. Oh yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We out here, we out here um, beatboxing. And but you know, like you've never said my name while beatboxing, so I'm I'm kind of butthurt. Um. um. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess he's never is gonna get. I just. <laughs> 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 oh, I mostly the thing is, is that I mostly do it for uh, the ladies <laughs> because. Um, Does that mean you get to beatbox my name then instead of Abel? No, nah, I'm beatboxing Abel's name. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna make an exception today, uh, but fine. No, it's fine. Nah, it's nah, fine. Nah, nah, the next, it's the next episode, you get <laughs> Abel asks first. We're gonna we're gonna let Abel. But no pressure, no pressure at all. We'll just come to your next show and I'll harass you until you do my name. Okay. Okay. That's how it Actually, the reason why I mostly do like because the joke is that's how I get the ladies or whatever. So right. I have to like, yeah, pump that up. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and no one even wants to imagine you getting me. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine though? <laughs> <laughs> imagine like, with wow. us here, folks, for a moment. Like, wow, power couple. Um, you single? <laughs> but um. Yeah, we can do we can do let's do a little bit of beep beeping. Beep, beep. <laughs> you know, I, I I low key like okay, so 
not to compare myself to Michael Jackson or anything, but you know how like Michael Jackson be like real nervous to do the moonwalk because that's like his like shit. But he like, oh no, <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> I get it now. I understand why he do that shit because it's just. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I do remember that though. Some interview he did with Oprah. Yeah, he, he did was it like, with Oprah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm rusty. And he just does the moonwalk perfect. And he's like, ah, that was just the best. Dude, no one else could do the moonwalk like Michael Jackson. Yeah. yeah no, it's <laughs> impossible. Okay, so now you're going to beatbox like, um, you know. <laughs> oh, that was another thing that happened um, in New York that was really, really funny but also sad because I, I I low-key like I say it was it was a rough crowd the last show but one of the comedians kept teasing me and calling me uh Chris Tucker Michael Jackson and I was just like all right cool <laughs> those are the two greats <laughs> <laughs> but they was you know they was trying to get at me you know I was like, all right <laughs> but it's a pretty good insult it's a pretty sure. good insult but then they also thought I was trans, so. Anyways. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good segue. <laughs> no, they really did. They were like, you, you know, I didn't have a beard at the time, so they was like. Now? <laughs> that's that's why I had to grow my beard. Yeah, I think I, I, that was a lesson learned. That's why I shaved mine, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes! Yes! Oh my goodness, thank you, Michael Jackson. He put both names! That was a little rough. Get out of here, that was great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. That was so fantastic. Yes. <laughs> well, on this note, um, we couldn't be happier to have had you today. We look forward to seeing you around town uh, yes. and hearing about other amazing experiences in New York and other great cities as you become more and more famous. Yes. Yeah, Please. we're gonna. I need money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna link all his stuff below, especially uh, when you guys, if you want to watch this on YouTube. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put that information out there so you guys can follow him and other great local comedians. Awesome. Have a kick-ass day. All right. Thank right you, Chris. On. All right. Bye, guys. Very serious now. Okay. We have to do the outro now, Abel. <laughs> 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 You've been listening to the Everyday Idiots Podcast. Where we talk about the silly side of life, love, and comedy. Please like it, subscribe to it, and tell every friend you know about it. Thank you for listening, and check back soon for our next episode. Yeehaw! <laughs>